0: American Football in Finland. A voice in your ears is perfect purpose and welcome to another episode of American Football in Finland. I'm here with my co-host Q Floyd. What's going on? And we have another great show lined up for you today. We're discussing the 2019 Maple Bowl and if you don't know the Helsinki Roosters stomped the Quopio Steelers 50-6 to to get their eighth straight Maple Bowl title. And we're going to talk about it today. But as usual, before we get into some football, Q, how was your weekend? Hey, weekend was great. Uh,
1: my Steelers lost, but Auburn Tigers won. So once again, I'm 50-50. Uh, you know, the Roosters won, so I'm, I'm happy about that too. But it was a good
0: weekend. You ain't upset about the the Steelers losing their quarterback, though. I mean,
1: that's. I mean, yeah, I I am, but at this point, I gotta I gotta be positive as possible right
0: now. So I don't even want to mention. I didn't want men- to mention that you had to bring that <laughs> I'm up. I didn't want to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I just see, I just see it on TV today. I was like, oh man, I just realized. yeah, it's
1: all bad right now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's not good. Owen oh, two, too, right? Aren't y'all 0 two? Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm just bringing it all out. Sorry. On the other hand, you know, yeah. uh, Rams two and top five in the of NFL course. right now. Uh, Ohio State two and top five in in college right now. So I'm flying high. I think this. Uh, I think my St. Louis Cardinals in baseball are even making a playoff run. I think they're se- first or second in the division. I haven't been keeping up, but it's it's all roses for me, man. Uh, Maple mm. Bowl was. Eh. But I did spend the weekend in Tampa, though. Always like it out there. Have family out there. So it was a good time. I mean, that's it for the weekend. Let's get into some football. If y'all noticed, last week we had a special episode. We did the MVP for the AFF, and it was out of Miro, Cadmary, and Christian Powell. Those are the two guys that we thought were the best in the league going into after the regular season of play, and we left it up to the fans to decide who they thought was the MVP for this season. Uh, would you like to know who, who they chose? Well, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> uh, the AFF MVP of the 2019 season is none other than... Miro the hero, Cadmary.
1: There it is. Yeah, he, there it uh, is.
0: There was, I think it was a couple hundred votes, and he won 68% to 32%. Kind of knew it was going to go that route because <laughs> Christian yeah. Powell isn't the type to, you know, self-campaign. I, I honestly believe if we would have put Gerard Johnson up there, it would have been a high, a closer race because his people follow him on on the line, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, But uh, congratulations to Miro. He did have a, a hell of a season. I mean, he broke a lot of records, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the records. I can't keep up with all that stuff. But he broke most of them. He, I mean, statistically, for any type of player, he was out there all year. And then he led his team to the title. That's outside of the MVP race. But still, now that we're talking after the fact, Miro probably had the best season of his life and, and one of the best in the Maple League in the last ten years.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Miro Miro had a great season.
0: Anything else to it? That's it for you. Uh, uh, no, I mean, like I
1: said last week, I gave a lot of points on why I thought he was the MVP. Uh, anyway, and uh, he just, you know, take not even adding the playoffs, but just just the year that he had, and and seeing him over the years and see you know his trials and. Seeing the test that he went through, and and uh, it was just good to see him, you know, a homegrown uh, quarter quarterback of the national team. Um, to, to see him have a season like he did this year with the Roosters, uh, from being you know the backup QB to probably one of the best quarterbacks in Europe, um, coming into being the starting quarterback now of one of the best teams in Europe. So uh, it was just it was just a Cinderella year for Miro. Uh, yep. he, he he did – he went up a, a farther than, than, than the team's expectations, I believe. And, uh, you know, he was well-deserved with his MVP, man. He's a good dude, and just, just football-wise, he was on point this year. And you can't even make a – you can't even create a movie or uh, anything close
0: to the, the kind of season Miro's had. So, um, you know, just kudos to him. And the last thing I will to say about Miro and, and what he brought to the team this year, uh, shout-out to um – I think it's Maple League Memes on the on the line. I think it's Maple League Memes where they at the beginning of the season they did that Captain America transformation and said, like, you know, Helsinki Rooster two thousand eighteen and then Helsinki Rooster two thousand nineteen they had a a huge swole Captain America for eighteen and then scrawny Captain America for two thousand nineteen.
1: And a little mm-hmm. bit later
0: they retracted that statement. They put I seen it up a couple of days ago. Uh they put the photo back up and retracting like, "Oh, we were wrong about that one." That is what Miro <laughs> proved to people this season was that, you know, just cuz he's not who you think he should be doesn't mean he ain't one of the best. And he put on for everybody in the uh, Helsinki Roosters organization and in that team He put him on his back, and he said, hey, follow me, and I'll get you there. And kudos to him. And, again, congratulations on championship, man, and also being the AFF 2019 MVP. (laughs) You the real MVP, man, bro. You the real MVP. (laughs) Game balls. All right, so let's give a few few game balls from last weekend's uh, championship game. Who impressed you in the uh, championship, Q?
1: Ooh, uh, I'm gonna have to go with the obvious Miro. Um, Miro got him going, got the ball out. Uh, it wasn't a crazy statistic game, um, but he, he did what he needed to do for for those guys. That that touchdown to, uh, to Adam um, in the beginning of the game,
0: mm-hmm. I think that
1: kind of that kind of gave him that momentum to go and get it cranked up a little bit. So uh, my game ball, obviously, going to Miro.
0: Well, for me, I'm gonna go. Excuse me, I'm gonna go to the other team, and I know it's a little off the beaten path to pick the losing team and the team considering they got beat so bad. But um, my game ball is actually gonna go to Tommy K. Uh, I said in the last podcast before that, you know, first time that they played against the Roosters, Tommy K. was on Namd and he pretty much held them down for the whole game, and in this championship, it was the same thing. Now you might look at the stats and be like, "Okay, Namdi had four catches, fifty-eight yards in a tub." Yeah, that's that's a, a slow day for him of all people. And then you know, let's go next generation stats. He had fifty-two yards on one catch. So take away that one catch, he got three catches for six yards. And Tommy K shadowed him all game, all through the game when the starters were in, yeah. all the way into the fourth quarter. So in my in my opinion, Tommy K did his thing. I mean, obviously the team didn't get the win as you wanted, but his job was to stop Namdi, and that's what he did. I mean, he wasn't expected to you know save their defense or anything like that. He did what he was supposed to do, and for me, that's game ball worthy because you stopped arguably the best receiver in the league this year in the championship of all places, and you're a safety playing corner against this guy, and he has a, what Namdi's like six three, six four. And Tommy can't be past five six, five seven tops. Yeah. Cleese, yeah, he, he definitely might be, played ball. Yeah, in Cleese he might be five eight. He did his damn thing and he gets a game ball from me for that. What are your first impressions? We'll we'll get we'll dig into the game, but first, what are your first impressions or reactions to the game? I, I think reaction is the better word. First reactions. My my first reaction,
1: I was a little bit surprised, honestly, uh, with the score. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just expected a, a better put together game uh, from Corpio. I expected uh, them to step up. You know, you've been in this game before, mm-hmm. and you like like how that last last year game ended. It, it should leave a sour taste in your mouth. Like to have a season that they had, I think it kind of reflected on the season they had. I mean, they weren't they weren't getting better necessarily week to week in all positions and all parts of their game. So I think when it came to this championship game, that showed it showed that they, you know, from the first game until now, they didn't they didn't approve a, a whole bunch. I think the Roosters got a lot better from the first game, and I just think I I just think I, I won't say they weren't prepared, but the, as far as making the plays, it was a lot of things uh, that they, they probably could they took a lot of risk. You know, what I mean, I, I think the the touchdown that um, uh, Alex Wassiljev Alka scored. They they went man to man with a linebacker. Um, it's just it's just certain matchups that you just don't do, and that's one of them. Um, that's just pointing out one play, not saying that play made a difference, but like you gotta you gotta you gotta just put these guys in better situations, um, to win this game. And I think like you know even the pick six from uh, Montez, uh, that hurt, uh, well not not pick six, but the uh, um, the the return of the field goal. I mean it's just stuff like that. The Roosters just relentless, man. When they, when you play them, you have to play a somewhat, and I said this, when you play them, you have to play a, a somewhat perfect game. And you can't give them anything. Like, like you score first, and then next thing you know, they they got two points because you 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 messed up on the field goal. Like there's just certain things that you can't do against them. And I think Corpio just before they knew it, it was like out of reach. And uh I just wish they could have came and just played a little bit better because nobody wants to see a blowout in the championship game. Now back-to-back seasons of them going to the championship, it makes people question whether they they can play with the Roosters on a consistent level as far as being champions. Um, right now, the Corpio Steelers aren't ready to be champions because they can't. They haven't played up to it yet. I mean, you can. Nobody remembers what happens in October, or September. Like, let's just be honest, and that's in the NFL and any other you know sport. Nobody remembers that. Like, we only remember the last game you played, and this championship game is the last game they played, and it's just a sour taste. And... I think a lot of people were disappointed. Um, it's, it, I, you know, I, I've won some championships in my life, and like, it's nothing cool about going to the championship and not winning. There's nothing cool about it at all. It's, it's nothing to, to you know, what it was a great year. Uh, we had, a, we had, a, you know, our team was was went through a lot. Yeah, I understand when you playing, it sounds good, but there is nothing good about coming in second place. There's nothing good about going to the championship and getting blown out. Um so I hope this is like some motivation or something for the for the rest yeah. of the league and the rest of 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 the Corpio Steelers to win. So um that's just my my that's a long reaction <laughs> but that's just that's just what it was. Like I just expected a better game.
0: I, I understand you. I feel like you and I obviously I, I agree with you 100%. When you say like you know it no one wants to go there and and lose and come in second. I agree and, and also disagree on that point. I mean, let's let's look back. I mean, we can look at it holistically now. The season is over. Last year, first year in the Maple League, they get to the championship. Awesome experience. You lose it. You lose. You don't. You don't really compete in that game either. And you're like, okay, well, you know, they never been there. At least they made it. That's something that I would be okay. You got to. You can build on that next year. But when you show up the, the second consecutive year. Now it's a a habit. Like, okay, you think that you're a championship team, and then you lay a fucking dud. Sorry for cursing this way again, but if you lay a dud a second year in a row, now I, I got a problem. Like, I don't care about your season no more because what you're saying is it don't matter what you do in the season. When it come down to it, your organization doesn't have what it takes to get the win. And I feel like in this game, they just didn't play well, and I don't, I don't know if it's the players. I don't know if it's the coaches. I feel like the, the coaching schemes match up well. I feel like their team matched up well, but on that field, there was only one team playing football, and maybe Tommy K. I, I give you that. He was out there balling, but that team just did not show up. And, I mean, Tampa, is probably just as far as going to Helsinki. Maybe traveling is not their thing. They always win in Kuopio. I don't know. Maybe they need to have a championship in Kuopio. But I feel like that's unfair. For me, my biggest reaction after this game is, where do the Steelers go from here? For the Roosters, I know exactly where you go from here. You start trying to find other people to play. For the Roosters, hey, man. It don't matter what y'all throw at us, and let me just throw in my dig at the the Wolverine American team and the Cenyokey European team that that tried to you know play them, and it didn't work out for either one of them either. The Roosters are proving like you know we're we're on another level. We're our organization, our team, we're on another level. They need to go find competition. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Now the Steelers. Yeah. It's, it's... yeah. The, no, no, I was just – I was agreeing with
1: you. Yeah. It's at that point now. Yeah, it's at that
0: point. That yeah, right. at that point. Eight is <laughs> way too many. Like, I, I know it's tough every year, and it is. I mean, even this year it wasn't easy, but it's called dominance when you just can't lose. And for the Steelers, after this game, where do you go from here? I don't know. Do you scrap it all? Do you say, well, let's bring back the same team and change a couple of things? Because two – Blowout losses in championships sounds like you don't really got the the necessary tools to get the win. So maybe you start all over. I don't know if you tweak it or not. And that's my biggest reaction is I don't know what the Steelers need to do going into 2020 after this game. I, I know what they need to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't say I know what they need
1: to do. But obviously, I think uh, adding some players, uh, maybe some 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 better uh, knowledgeable coaches of certain positions mm-hmm. um because you can't you can't let you know like i said before tino tino is a great player uh, well he's a good player i'll say that tino is a good player he has he is one of those guys who he has to come back the next season and needs to be import like um he has speed that people pray for you got the quickness people pray for. You can't be you got to be born with it, what he has. And I think certain guys like that, coaches have to like, you have to invest in guys like that and make them and make sure they get better season to season. Um because there's no reason why these he's a non-factor in these games. Um
0: you know they, what? they went into this game. Of, um, just to mm-hmm. throw out a little bit, when I first got here, there was a young receiver that I heard about all the time from the local fins, and his name was Miko Seppinen. And I saw him, and I was like, oh, man, he got potential. And even since that time, I've seen four summers of games here. I've seen him play great at times, but not consistently. And he's kind of missed his window. Like, his his window where he could have been, you know, import-like, there was not a team around him that, like, elevated his level. And now he's at the point where he's still the best receiver on that team, but now he has to wait for the team to catch up to his level – and he probably misses a window mm-hmm. where he could have been considered one of the best in Europe, not just Finland. And I feel like Tino is in that same range of him, him and Johannes are two talented receivers, and as young receivers, everyone in Finland has been, like, very high upon them. But I've not seen either be consistent in the Maple League or show up in the biggest of big moments when you need them to, and it's what's going to happen. How do you get them there? it's up to the organization It's up to the teams, up to the players to go out and, and work harder in off season. Are they capable of that? I don't know. I don't, I know them, but I don't know them. I don't know their hearts like that to to say that they are, but I do know that, like you said, that's talent. You don't want to waste out here.
1: Yeah. And we, and we know for one thing, Seth is in place, so they're not going to make a change at quarterback. Uh, I don't think they need to at this point. Um, Mm -hmm being that he's pretty much going to be fan I don't know when but he's pretty much going to be a fan um for the going into the future um so I think you know they addressed the running back thing from last year they addressed that uh I don't really know what else the may maybe imp- maybe Is, adding to the offensive line maybe
0: I think I think you said it know. best like for for them they've got to look at at they got to take a good hard look at their team they're going to watch that film and they got to say where did we really go wrong, or were we even ready? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, they, like I said, they match up all across the board, but in that game, they didn't match up anywhere. So that's tough. The Steelers lost. I mean – that's kind of an easy thing to say. I mean, you want to say the, the the Roosters won, and we'll talk about that later, but the Steelers lost. So let's talk about why the Steelers lost. What's a few things that you think that contributed to the reason that the Steelers weren't able to get the win in the championship?
1: Um, I think experience um, in big games. Um, that's that's probably one of the thing that stands out for me. Uh, a lot of these guys, some of those guys on those teams have been in, in championship games, maybe not on this caliber. Uh, a lot of guys on their team from last year were on the championship game last year, and they took an L. So it's no, it was it's nobody really there right now who can say, "I know what it takes to win a championship on this level." Like Division One going from to Division One, to Maple League is is totally different. I mean, totally different. Like they still have that confidence that they had when they were playing down there, but now you up here with the big boys and what you wanted to do, and being that Finland. Uh, the the football scene right now changes so much. Uh, the state of the football changes so much, and the competition level. Like I think, I think Corpio camouflages itself all season because of the lack of play from the rest of the teams in the league.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, the the inconsistency of the te- other teams in the league camouflages it into making it seem like they were ready to play the Roosters, and then you get to the championship game, and that happens. And now you question whether uh, you don't question whether the rest of the league is ready. You question is the are the roosters that good? Like it's it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things. Like the roosters are good, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: the only way that anybody is is going to be able to to be able to compete with them on a cha- on a playoff championship level is if they if they commit to their players being great. Mm-hmm. That starts with coaching. That starts with commitment. Um, you cannot change coaches every year or every two years and expect to be able to beat them. Uh the Roosters don't do that. <laughs> well the Steelers don't do either. That.
0: that that's a good thing. The Steelers, um besides it's, the defensive coordinator, most of the staff has been there for the last three years. Well yeah, I mean for them and, and you
1: see where it's getting them, it's getting them to the to, level of like getting to the all the other teams.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
1: getting them to the championship, but, like, is that what you're going to, like, be okay with? You know what I mean? Like, are you just okay going to the championship but getting obliterated, or are you trying to win? You know what I mean? And I think, import-wise, they probably had the, the best, one of the best. I won't say the best, but one of the best. Like, they actually played, when you look at their stats, their imports actually showed out this year. Oh, like, yeah. Not even one. Oh, yeah. Like, they they showed out. So, you went good. You went good on there. Did you have enough imports? That might be a question they need to ask themselves um, next year. Um, should should we should we add a little more? You know what I mean? Like, are our finished
0: players 100 tough. ready you, to? You know what? You know That's tough because that's, that's going to be, uh, let's keep it real, you know, TIF. That's going to be pride right there. If you look at your team and say, you know what? We need more imports. That's saying, you know, we don't think they're homegrown. And I'll tell you honestly, I believe Quopio Steelers are very prideful of their homegrown players you know, you got, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like you got obliterated two years back to
1: back. Like you haven't been in the game at all. Two years back to back. So the pride got to go out the door now. Let it go. You, you you got (laughs) to let that go. Like, all right, if I got to get two extra imports, then we forget two extra imports and your finished players. And they're going to have to understand like, this is sometimes you got to, you, you have to, you got to fight fire with fire. Mm Um, the Roosters are strong. Um, they, they they're consistent like you have to be able to make like you have to be able to make decisions on the offseason to have your team in, a, in in the best position to win when the season comes it, i don't care about this homegrown like that shit's for the birds for one because <laughs> nobody cares no at the end of the day nobody cares about that unless you're winning championships if
0: there you're you not go. winning championships
1: with your homegrown nobody cares about it like True that. And, and, and when you think about it there's no team that says, you know what? We ain't going to get no imports. We we're going to play with what we got. <laughs> There's if if it was that serious, that's what these finished teams would be doing. They'd be like, you know what, we're going to go all just our guys mm. and let's see who wins. And then I believe if every team didn't have an import, the Roosters would still win. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would still win because right. they, uh, have guys, <laughs> they, they have guys they have guys that that are getting better every day of the season, every game of the season, they got guys that are getting better who bought in. True. And, for for getting back on Corpio, the reason why they lost is, is simply that, like they don't have those guys who can play in those big games when they need them to. Um, I know at running back, at, at that at, a lot of that depends on how good your offensive line plays. They played against probably the best D line or one of the best D lines in Europe, so that's a test. But at the same time, it's a championship game. You be, you you beat them before uh, running, and just coming into this game, they just didn't look like themselves. Corpio, maybe Corpio just. Like, maybe the playoff game was, like, their championship game. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm assuming. Maybe that, that Wolverines game maybe was just, like, their championship game. And they they exerted all the energy and exerted all the all the, the, the hype they had was in that game. And now it's just, what are you going to do now? You know what I mean? Like, they lost because Roosters made a lot more plays and played a lot better than they
0: did. I got a man. I got a couple reasons why they lost. And I hope I don't go too long, but I might. It might go that way. I'm gonna pull it out for you now. First reason they lost, <laughs> and this this is the funniest reason for me, is the first reason they lost is because they didn't want it bad enough. And I know if if, if you're listening and you're from Quopio, you're like, how are you gonna tell me how bad I wanted? Blase blase. Look at the film, man. Look at the plays that happened early in the game. Teams up sixteen team is losing. Steelers are losing sixteen to six. That's the drive where you know, okay, we're down two scores. We score ones, we're down one possession. Okay, we can get a turnover, we can make something happen. We go down two or three possessions to the Roosters, we're not going to win. They, they're not going to let you come back. That's not, not going to happen. And what they did was they had a drive, didn't get nowhere, punted the ball. I didn't see I didn't see any anyone upset on the sideline. They were very cool and relaxed about it. And it goes back to what I said before the um championship, saying that this team believes that they can, you know, overcome any adversity, which is a good thing and a bad thing, and playing against this team, that's a bad thing. And that's what happened to them is they thought throughout the game, well early in the game, when it looked like okay, they might have a chance, they came out, put out points on them early and they're like, okay, yeah, we can do this. But when the opportunities were there, I love the the fake punt on the first drive. And then you go down and score. That's awesome. But you can't just stop there. Look at the the offensive scheme was pretty much the same as been all year. There was no changes. And then in the game, you're losing thirty to six at halftime. No changes. There's there's not any changes. I'm looking at the the Roosters offense. They've got Quarter, they got a running back fly for young Kari where they basically throw him a swing pass that turns into, it's basically a replacement for a sweep where he goes out towards a trip's formation and has three receivers blocking for him. They're getting him the ball all different types of ways, and I'm looking at the Steelers, and they're just handing the ball off to Gerard Johnson or putting him at slot receiver and having him run um, seam routes over a linebacker and a safety, hoping to get one-on-one so he can get the ball. But if they don't get one-on-one, he's not getting the ball. And Seth's running for his life, got that D-line in his face. What I saw was a team that wasn't trying to win. They weren't putting it all on the line. They were playing this game like it was another game. And if that's what they thought it was, well, they found out it wasn't. The Roosters played this game like it was a championship game. They threw wrinkles in there. They, they had a flea flicker. They were putting their running back in different spots to get the ball different ways. I've seen Kari catch pitches, passes slants, counters, screens, and that's the running back. He was more involved mm-hmm. than, you know, I personally would have preferred that Adam Connett be the focal of the offense, but they made sure to get their prize running back the ball in multiple ways. And you look on the other side of the Steelers and their best player is the running back and he's not getting the ball. They're throwing these same 1999 smokescreen Receiver passes to Tino and saying, Tino, get all the yards yourself. We're going to throw you the ball behind the line of scrimmage, hope that we can block somebody, and then you got to go beat this rooster's defense, which flies to the ball by yourself. Oh, yeah, and they know we're doing this play because we do it 18,000 times a game. And we're going to do it another 18,000 times a game in the championship game like ain't nobody ever seen it before. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit loud. Wife is telling me to calm down. There's a baby sleeping. But – that's what I'm saying is that this team came out here and they did not put it on the line. And I I feel like before this game, I, I, I know somebody had to hear the podcast. I pleaded with this team to play the best game of their life. And what I saw in this game was a team that wasn't, that's not what they wanted. I, I didn't see the, I didn't see the passion. I didn't see the aggression. I mean, actually Defensive backs on both sides were pretty aggressive with the tackling. I seen a lot of people throwing people to the ground at the end of plays, but it's gotta be more than that. It's gotta it's gotta be I wanna see plays that say, you know what, if we don't get it, we're going for it on fourth down. And we don't care where we are on the field. We we're going four downs every time because you know what? Getting ten yards and four tries is a lot easier than getting ten yards and three. And what else you got to lose? Yeah. What what else you got to lose? Yeah. The worst case scenario is 50 to 6. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Yet that's not how they played. They played like this was a game to just another game in a season. And I mean, I feel like I had more reasons, but now I went on tangent on this reason. So that's the main reason I'm gonna talk about is that mm-hmm. they just they didn't seem like they wanted to win this game. And I'm talking more offensive than defensively. Defensively, I feel like they played eh, as good as you could hope. I mean, they were going to give up points, but even them giving up the 50, that's not all on defense. Their offense put them yeah, in horrible nah. positions. offense. offense yeah. The, and um, we said this, actually, I think I texted you about this. The offense is, has been what has lost this team games, and even in this season. And even on most teams in the Maple League this year, just to go a little bit broader, is... There's been no defense play for most of the regular season, but a lot of times these offense are putting teams in bad positions, and that's what the Steelers' offense did. They they made their defense play a lot in this game. They didn't take time off the clock. They didn't find ways to get Gerard Johnson the ball. They didn't find ways to prolong drives. they they spent a lot of time on their side of the field. They spent a lot of time punting, and that was pretty much it. Which meant their defense was on the field a lot. Eventually, if a team's on the field, a defense on the field long enough, they're gonna give up points, and that's what happened. They gave up points. Yeah, right. I, I, I think, I think Matt, like you say, scheme wise and matchup wise,
1: it was, it was good at a point. I, I don't think you. This, I'm just a true believer in this. You, you don't beat the Roosters running a four three. Um, that's just not gonna get it done because of the, the, their passing attack. I think you, you go in there, you got two of the best run, linebackers in the league. Top mm-hmm. two tackling linebackers in the league. I think you let them sit in the box. You bring another DB in, maybe aggressive one, to uh to somewhat help uh with the with the aggressiveness on those slot receivers for the Roosters. If you watch the Roosters uh, highlight tape, which is probably going to come out this year, I'm I'm probably I might be off on this number, but I'm going to say 65 to 70 percent of their touchdowns going to come from a slot. Besides of 90s, you know, big plays or whatever. A lot of their big plays come from their slot receivers, and I don't think people really matched up well, or maybe they matched up well, but they didn't. They didn't commit to stopping that. I think yeah. the linebackers that the Corpio still has had. Hey, you sit in the box and let Corey beat you. I think you let you let them run the ball. all right? it's seven against six. Let's let's see who the, let's see who the men are right now. Um, but you got two, you got two two safeties to help out on those slot receivers. You know what I mean? Like I just think like Corpio didn't. They didn't. They didn't. It's hard to say they didn't <laughs> prepare well for this game. But yeah. I mean, fifty to fifty to six. I mean, that's just that's just seeing like seeing, like I can't. I hate going back to this play, but seeing seeing Alka uh, Wassel Jeff, just seeing him having a linebacker on him, man. Like it's just it's a championship game. Like Ooh. unless this linebacker is 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 like Donovan Hayden. Like don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't do that unless your safety is staying in the middle of the field. Like it's just certain things that you just don't do. And I could just point out a few plays in that game where it was just like, what are what are they doing right here? And maybe they was just trying to find something that worked or or, or whatever, but um it just it just was not an impressive game. Like you said, they didn't play their the best game of their life. They didn't give their all in this game. I think it got ugly early and that kind of killed uh their yeah. momentum, it killed yeah. their hopes. Cause that you know the Roosters don't have to necessarily play from behind a lot. So if if they up, they going up. You know, Miko them got those guys excited. It was just a oh man, it was a massacre. It, it, I just think in championship games, uh, it shouldn't be like that, especially not in Finland. But then again it goes back to uh there haven't been a lot of defense being played um all year and this game just obviously showed it uh these guys aren't equipped to play defense a lot. They're not nope. equipped for that. They're equipped for more offenses to play, you know, so it's just a, it was a sucky a sucky display of football.
0: Yeah, I I mean, we're not going to beat the the horse to death here. That that's why they lost. Let's let's move on to the roosters. Let's let's get on a good note. So now we're going to talk about why the roosters won and This is where we should be praising them for playing such a good game. I'm I'm gonna start it off, and I'm gonna say the reason that they won is obviously the opposite reason of why the Steelers lost. They played like this was the last game of the season. They put it all on the line. I mean, they didn't. They maybe they left a little bit out there. Nobody scored in the fourth quarter. They let the backups get in. Yeah, yeah, blase, blase. But when this game started, they came out. They they played their brand of football. But they didn't play a predictable way of football. Like I stated earlier, they were make they had very creative ways to get uh young Kari into the game without just handing him the ball, without just doing you know a counter or a dive play. They had him motioning. They had a flea flicker thrown in there, if I'm not mistaken. That that went pretty well. I'm not. Yeah, didn't score, but it was a good play, and they. They mix things up defensively, as they always do, to get the matchups they wanted to, and they dominated up front. But what they really did well was they played this game like it was the last game of the season. They played this game like they were playing in, in the European uh, Euro Bowl or something. Like They didn't play the Steelers like, okay, this is the Steelers. We know what they do. We know what's going to work. No, they said, we know what they do. They know what we do. We're going to do better than what we normally do, and we're going to see how they react. And the Steelers didn't react well, so they said, let's keep doing it. They they got ahead. They said, let's put our foot on their throat. This is the last game of the season. Can't take nothing home. Can't hide nothing. We done after this. And that's how they played. That's how a champion is supposed to play. They played like motherfucking champions. Hats off to everybody on the coaching staff. Miro played a very game manager type game. But you also saw that they were trying to get everyone involved. They wanted to make sure that you couldn't understand. They wanted to make sure, sorry. Uh they wanted to make sure that you couldn't understand who was gonna be the feature in this game. Like I said previously, Namdi only had four catches. Uh Kynette only had four catches. But Kari, I think, touched the ball twenty plus times in this game. Like they they made sure that they controlled the game. They didn't just say, Okay, we're just gonna, mm-hmm. you know, pick our matchups and go at it. They said, we're going to control the game, and you're not going to be able to tell us what we're going to do. We're going to dictate how we play. And that's what they did throughout the game. They controlled it from pretty much start to finish. I mean, that that mm-hmm. first touchdown drive they gave up, if not for that fake punt, Steelers probably wouldn't have got all the way down there. And then after that, their defense clamped up, as they usually do, and gave up no points for the rest of the game what I really liked about the Roosters in this game is that they did play the best game of the season for them as a, as a collective, maybe not as many mm-hmm. individual performances as we normally like. I think Miro threw for under 200, but they didn't have to do more than that. And they still put up a, a lot of points. Um They played dominantly on defense and it was a, a, a true rounded game. That is a perfect way. I mean, it's cherry on top for their season to to i guess to for it to climax at that point, from where they started both before the Maple League and even with the first Maple League game loss to where they finished the season, there's no doubt undisputed, you know, and that is why mm-hmm. they won this game because they they had something to prove, and they proved it, and that's how they played it just it's just I'm really impressed with what they did. You can shoot your shot now. <laughs> <laughs> well you I mean
1: you pretty much name a lot of it, but I will I'll uh you know attach some stuff to it. Roosters won because the Roosters play Roosters football. Um they, they this is how they play in all championship games, uh for the most part, at least yep, recently. Yep. Um they they come out, they start they, you know, like every every game has its way of starting. Uh, yeah they got scored on first, but that means nothing to them. They know things <laughs> are gonna happen in the game. Like scoring 7 points on them is like that's like free 7. Like all right, but we still going to beat y'all. You know what I mean? They they feel like that. That's just the confidence they have. They're so equipped with the players all around the ball. Um they got subs. You know, they they can they can do a lot on defense, they can do a lot on offense. And I think Bruce is won because their guys have been playing consistently all year. Um whether they had big games or not and found his way to the end zone. Alka found his way to the end zone. Namdi found his way to the end zone. This is what they've been doing all year. And they didn't change anything. You know what I mean? Besides the way they gave Kari the ball, I think another thing too, the reason why they won is because they've been patient all year. They've let certain guys that been hurt get get comfortable mm-hmm. and uh and get healthy. And this is what they've been doing and, and it worked. Uh see to see Cam out there, he had he was out for most of the beginning of the season. To see him out there in the and to see what he he gave to that defensive line, a lot more speed. Uh, he scored a touchdown. Like, it's just certain things that the Roosters did as a collective that yeah. were, were played into them winning the game. And and it was just a display of, like, this is why we're good. Uh, we make all the right decisions as far as the players we bring in. And this is another year of them, you know, being being the best team, you know, in Finland. And un- until somebody – you know, cracks the code uh, until somebody want to pay me a whole bunch of money. they ain't gonna stop.
0: <laughs> I agree with you. I, I think. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we just can't keep talking about how good they were, but they played a great game, and it was overall team game. Uh, th- talking about the players, I just want to throw it out there. Uh, <laughs> I think it was hilarious how um, Lattimore got that. Um, Field goal block return for two points, where he honestly was not even paying attention. Like he was looking at where the kick was going, and the ball got blocked, fell in his hand. He said, Okay, deuces. And ran the entire (laughs) field and took (laughs) off. Like he, like, I know, I mean, obviously he's a great athlete and he made a play, but he honestly just caught a ball because he can and then said, You know what? I'm going to go get mines. And that, that just. That's another great thing about what the Roosters organization brings. That's the type of players they get. You know, they didn't they didn't necessarily need a defensive back, but when they added one, they added one that that damn that actually added value to their defense. He had an interception in his game as well. He played a hell of a game himself, and that's what it takes to be a champion. And that's how they played. They played like champions, and they are champions, obviously. So. Congratulations, Helsinki Roosters, <laughs> on winning the Vatera Maya, I can't say 40th finish, Anelia Kumenta. That's my finish. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, so MVP. This game was not as statistically impressive as what we've seen before from the Roosters. Uh, they actually are pretty even. I'm just looking at the total stats: 125 yards rushing, 224 passing yards, 349 total offense. 349. That's usually what Miro throws up by himself. So we got we got offensively not a, a very high statistical um, thing going on, but defensively they held the Steelers to 121 total yards. Under Jeez. under a hundred passing, ninety five passing, and under thirty rushing, twenty six rushing yards. Oh my lord! And created two turnovers. So yeah, if you were to say a MVP of the game, who would you give it to?
1: Uh, I would probably give it to the Roosters' uh, O line.
0: Um, um, just
1: O-line. the yeah, I'm gonna give it to the Roosters' O line. Just the the way they they gave Kari. Uh, you know opportunities to make plays um to do so much with him i think their o line has been good um with the addition of miko coming back from his season uh the austrian guy a big guy uh you know they they got a lot of guys on that offensive line they got a lot of offensive line yeah and they they love each other they play together um they but they played a like a a a pretty nice game like they controlled the line they controlled the trenches um they were they were they were they played good together um, I've seen a few pancakes I've seen a lot of big holes in Cardi so um if I had to give an MVP to anybody it would probably be the Roosters' o line though
0: No oh, that that's a good pick um me I I'm, I'm going the opposite side I'm going to the Roosters' defensive line <laughs> um I think this team what they did they they held arguably the, the best running back in the league to what I'm looking at stats guys 32 yards on 19 carries, so that's a 1.7-yard average. They had about, I want to say, 10 to 12 tackles for losses in this game. They created pressure. Seth Peters was constantly on the move. He did not do well passing the ball because not only was there no one open, but he didn't have the time to find them if they were. I think he was 17 for 35. This defensive front. They control the game. Like you said, offensively, they control the game. And then this defensive side, they also control it in the trenches. I mean, if if we really have to say it, they control the game up front on both sides of the ball. So MVP-wise, I think we just give it to the, the Roosters big guys. The Roosters big guys. Yeah, <laughs> Roosters big guys are the MVPs of this game. Alright, last thing before we get out of here. Any final thoughts on this uh, championship?
1: More than anything, like I say, we, we can't say this too much. Congratulations uh, to the Roosters yeah. on winning, you know, number eight. Um, that's a big thing for that organization. Um, just the, the big thing for Finland. I hope a lot of these teams in Finland realize that. You know, I know it sucks when you playing for other teams and seeing the same team win, but it should motivate you. It should motivate the boards. It should motivate the organizations to do something different. If you want to beat the, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, and it's yep. just that simple. And it takes it takes a whole village to to make that happen. And I hope um, for 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 football's sake, um, before we lose some teams, before we lose a lot more fans. Um, that somebody makes a commitment to try to compete with them on that next level. Cause right now it's looking like it might be nine or 10 in a row. Uh, because these guys probably, you know, they're not going anywhere. They, they get, they got younger guys that are coming up and, uh, and I, and for the other teams, I don't really see that happening besides maybe the Wolverines got a lot of, you know, some young guys that are looking pretty promising, but I, I, I would like to just hope that this next season, this off season that's coming up, that the Maple league realized that, um, you know, we need some. We, it needs to be some better teams out there, um, who who really doing what they need to do to get these guys better, and that's what we want to see. You know, being being that both of us have played in Finland, yeah, it means a lot. To, this league means a lot to me. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's where my career start, pretty much professionally started and ended, and I just want to see better football in Finland. I want to see it. You know, get get to the point where a lot is three or four teams in the top twenty five in Europe. You know what I mean? Um, well, you don't know who's gonna win a championship game because everybody is so good. And 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 you just you can't wait to, to see the championship game. Corpio didn't play good the last two games offensively. So to to you know, having eleven rushing yards in the in the playoff game, like coming into the championship game, that's not something that you that you can hold your hat on and you're like, Okay, well we got twenty something more yards than we did last game. Like it's just we just need better play. Overall, um, you know, what I mean, for the league, and I just hope the Maple League, those coaches and those board members make the decisions to maybe spend a little more money, c- c- come up with ways to get your guys that you have better, and uh, and have a, just have another good season. But for the most, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, it was a good season. I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I enjoyed us yeah. talking about it. Yeah. I hope the fans enjoyed it, and uh, you know, let's just let's just keep getting better and keep playing ball. It's a sport that everybody loves. And I just hope it grows and it gets better.
0: Yeah, just uh my my final thoughts on this. Just wanna throw this out there. I'm I'm looking up stats. Y'all know I'll be looking up stats. Uh, the attendance at the game was uh three thousand one hundred and forty two. Um don't think that's much more than what there was in Helsinki last year. I think it was only like 2,800 in Helsinki last year. I could be wrong. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it was around 3,000. So having a game in Tampa, I'm not sure if that helped attendance at all. I don't know the RUTU numbers. Obviously, they keep those away from me. But I feel like we have to do a better job of putting a better – product on the field here in Finland if we want the sport to actually grow a lot of what people say is you know we don't have enough money or we don't have enough players and that all comes from there not being enough support for the sport well if your championship game can only get 3000 people to it the league itself isn't supporting each other and and that's just the case but also I'm not upset at people who said you know what I'm not going all the way out there to watch the Roosters win an 8th title and like you said, that that's on the league and the teams in the league about getting better the right way. Um, some people say, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. And obviously, the, the Roosters aren't just letting anybody join them. I say, if you can't beat them, copy them. I mean, if if this team is, if this team, this organization, if what they're doing is working for them and you feel like it can't work for you, then obviously you don't have the right mindset. And I know everybody's in, oh, well, we're in a different city. We got this going on. This is different. Yeah, blase, blase, blase. Same thing with the, the damn New England Patriots. If if you were like the New England Patriots, you probably could beat them. But people don't want to be like them. Everybody wants to let the ego lead them. And that's why the Steelers of all teams got into a the situation they're in. If I'm not mistaken... Steelers last two, Royals the one before, last three championship teams to try to play the Roosters, ain't do shit to them in the championship game, and oh. though all three of them teams could could be considered similar if you look at the rosters they had compared to what they played against against the Roosters, and all I'm noticing as a common thread is people who want to be in the championship. But people don't want to do what it takes to win the championship. And like what Q said at the beginning of the show, coming in second is coming in second, man. It is what it is. You can be happy about it if you want to, but honestly, football is a, a competition sport. Football is not a sport where everyone should be included and you should be patted on the back for not winning. If if you think it's yep. okay to to not win or if you don't want to compete for a position and now I'm talking to any players who say, well, you know, I can start on this team, but I'll be a backup on this team, even though this is a team that I should be loyal to, just think about it. If you play in a sport where it's built on competition, there is no form of football where you're not competing to win. There will always be a winner and loser. And if that's not the if that's not the mindset you have going into this sport, And and all aspects of it, you are what is slowing down the growth of the game. Yeah, and that's all I got to say on it. I don't know why I ever ranted about that. You you
1: got, you. This is this is this is this is where we at. I mean, a day after the game, you lose a championship game, and I don't have anything positive about losing a championship game. I'm not posting no pictures. Oh yes. I'm not making
0: no statuses. Like I'm not doing nothing. Like we lost. <laughs> Please, <laughs> What is am I? Don't I thought I was the only one. Look, I'm not gonna tell y'all. No, I, I I see the I I see the Instagram and the Facebook after after t- people lose games both here and in other countries and stuff. And you know, I'm not. I don't normally say nothing to nobody. I let you do your thing. But you can ask my wife. I tell her why? Why? Why are these people on the internet, social media, and they just lost. They need to be in in the film room. They need to, you know, mourn that Pretty loss. Happy. You you gotta, happy, like, they gotta be feelings in it. <laughs> now we just being personal. I'm sorry. we just putting our personal feelings <laughs> yeah. into it. But it's it's you it, it should feel that way though.
1: Like if you if you love football, mm-hmm. you should feel that way. There's nothing happier about losing. It's nothing it, like they said. What's the what's the worst things that could possibly happen? Like coming in fourth in the Olympics, or or you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Like like. It's it's the football is one of those sports where like if you did not win, if you did not win, it's nothing to look like. It ain't no it's, like it's oh, not it's not no like an Olympic sport.
0: Like football is not a sport yeah, where like it's, it's not a tournament sport. There's not a oh well you came in second or third. I'm a I'm a Los Angeles Rams fan. Do you think I brag that we lost in the championship? I mean they lost. I technically don't play for the team, but I, <laughs> hey, I was off the internet for about a week. I was, I mean, because I had to. I mean, it is what it is. People was coming at me, and I couldn't handle it. But at the same time, the next year, I'm not saying, you know, well, we came second last year. I mean, I'm talking about this year only. But that's because there's only winners and losers in this game. And if you think any, if you think otherwise, then that thought process is part of the issue of why there's only one winner in Finland right now. hmm It it is what it is. That that team. Even talking to the players and the coaches on that team, they don't want to lose. They know that, I mean, winning eight championships is hard. Winning seven is hard. Winning seven and then saying, you know what, we're going to win eight. And now they're thinking we're going to win nine. And having that type of intensity is what separates teams, the great ones from the good ones. Right now, what Finland has is a a lot of, I'll say it, I feel like Finland has a lot of good teams. But it has one great team, and that's why it looks the way it is. I honestly believe, mm-hmm. like a lot of these teams, if they were in different countries, they compete. They might even win championships, but that ain't the case. You got to play who you got to play, and if you can't yeah. if you can't beat the king, then you ain't shit. It is what it is. I, I right. guess i mm, ge- definitely right. <laughs> I guess if you if you ever won Division One, you can just hang your hat on that. Yeah, you gotta
1: look. You gotta look at it more like if you if anything you you want you want the roosters obviously to play international games um you want to get them better you mm-hmm. know what i mean like you want to test them and so you want to play against them hard like you want them to be able to compete a lot better uh when they go out of the country representing finland yeah. and if they're not getting tested during the year um it sucks for them you know what i mean yeah. when it doesn't feel like it's easy you know what i mean like like it just I just I just hope that these guys realize like like a dynasty is is something that's that's it doesn't happen a lot, and right now the Roosters got the remedy they got the recipe. Yeah, uh, like I said years ago, years ago they were in, in trouble of even being in the Maple League. Uh, they had to win one game to make sure they still stayed in the Maple League. So it's it's amazing. And what I'm saying I'm not trying to down them by that. But what I'm saying is. For, for all these teams that's 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 down right now, and that's been in fourth and fifth place, mm-hmm. like it can change. It can change with a few decisions that's made by your organization. It can change by a few players. So you can go from being not the good, not the best team to being one of the best teams. It's just a matter of commitment, and it's a matter of if, for everybody to buy in. And it ain't no like, oh, I can't make it to practice today with the Roosters. These guys go to practice. Majority of the Roosters go to practice every practice. Like during football season, it's just certain stuff that don't go on with that group. You know what I mean? They don't plan vacations during football season. They don't. It's just certain stuff that they don't do. Like it's just they committed to winning, and they know what it takes to win. And until any of these other teams see that, and tra- that it's going to be the same result.
0: Yeah, agreed. But that's enough. That's yeah, enough. That, I, I ain't going to talk about no more. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> it. On that's it. On the uh, 2019 Maple Bowl. So, before we get out of here, uh, this is the last uh, episode of AFF for this year. Um, just talking on American football in Finland. This is season four, third year really. We had a double season one time. We tried to go international. That was a lot tougher off-season for me. We won't be doing that anymore. Um, not sure if we're going to come back next year. I got a lot of things cooking so not a hundred percent sure if we're going to be able to do this as we did a pretty consistent this year not not as consistent as i would have yeah. liked we had that three-week hiatus but that's because technology and time was kicking our ass but other than that we, yeah. we had a good run um i feel like we've got a lot of good feedback this year a lot of people reached out and said that they enjoy how we've been talking and what we've been talking about we Both me and Q have been making pretty good points. We've been consistent. A few interviews here and there, obviously schedules and stuff. Uh, We might come back next year. I really got to... See how the schedule works out. Business is booming for you, man. Just tell the people business is booming for you. (laughs) As y'all know, I am with the podium now. And even this podcast, we put this on the podium now. So there's a lot of things going on. And, oh, 2020, we got more stuff coming. But I I would like to keep doing this. Just I'm going to put this out there, too. If anybody here in Finland is interested in helping or joining the podcast next year, that would be much appreciated. We could definitely use a a, a producer type or engineer, or some somebody that could chop this up better than me would be helpful. And also, <laughs> if we could, we could probably use a, another uh, host. If if anybody out here think they got the chops to hang with us, you know, it's, it's a, we do We do our research and we watch all these damn games too. So. We talk about it before, during, and after. So it's a little more intensive than it sounds. We just like to make it sound fun. But if anybody's mm-hmm. interested, you know, this this uh, podcast was started to give people an idea of what we thought was going on in the sport. And it, it's kind of grown. Um, there's a community out there now, and people support us. And we we try to give you guys as much quality information and content as we can on what we know and our opinions. And we, we try to be as unbiased as we can. But obviously, we know a lot of Wolverines players. So we talk shit about them once they started playing bad. <laughs> and it has, that's that's one of our staples is we try to keep it as real as we can. And we'll try to continue that in the future if we do continue the podcast. So with that, I just want to tell everybody that's been listening for the season, because this is the last one, thank you. We appreciate you and continue yeah and continue oh shoot i've i'm monopolizing q you got anything you want to say as this is the last show man say what no, i'll say, mind. say
1: th- you know whether, whether whatever happens in 2020 happens i hope that we're still doing it if not i understand um i hope everybody just appreciates this show um we're probably one of the only platforms definitely in finland that's all english mm-hmm. um which means something to a lot of people.
0: Twenty percent um, of the players we, in the
1: Maple League are foreign. Yeah, and, and this is you know we 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 doing this you know just out of the goodness of football and just loving the sport. Um, I definitely don't live in Finland anymore, so um, but I still make time to schedule and, and talk with you. And I just hope everybody appreciates it and and just realizes like that it's important to talk about it. And like you said, we bias sometimes because of, we know a lot of these guys. Um, but at the same time, if we tear you down, we're going to build you up when you're playing good too. So, um, I think as, as, has being somewhat as broadcasters or whatever you want to call us, podcasters, um, mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. You know what I mean? Like we, we didn't go to school for none of this. We just talking football and yep. I just hope everybody appreciate it. I definitely have fun this season. Um, just talking about everything that's, that's been going on in, in the league and I'm um, talking about these guys and seeing guys, you know, play good. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got.
0: All right. So I hope everybody enjoyed the final show of AFF. And hope you guys support us by subscribing or following AFF on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Podbean. Whichever platform you listen to, just show us some love. And for the last time, never forget T I F. American football in Finland.